Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corbin, Ken Shreve here with a look at the action in today's session, Thursday, July 27th. And it was a bit of a doozy out there. Ken, things were looking so strong in the morning. And then we saw a lot of selling coming into the market in the latter half of the day and not too great of closes for the major indexes. No, and there was uh, quite a lot of volume behind the, the selling today. So it looks like we'll add a distribution day count to, to the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. Had a lot of things going on today. You had bond yields uh, spike, the 10-year treasury yield up 16 basis points. The U.S. dollar was strong. You had the VIX uh, uh, reverse uh, sharply higher. So uh, getting harder to find uh, actionable stocks to talk about. But let's uh, take a look at Next Tracker NXT in the uh, solar group, uh, reported nice earnings. And then a couple of industrial stocks, Train Technology. Technologies, TT, as well as Caterpillar, C-A-T. Both of these uh, companies have earnings uh, coming up next week. All right, we'll get to those stocks. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down some six-tenths of a percent on the session. The S&P down a little over six-tenths of a percent. Same for the Dow. The Russell 2000, small caps, getting hit particularly hard today with the Russell 2000 down about 1.4% on the day, Ken. So if you look at where we closed, uh, it doesn't look too bad. But if you look at just the, the spread, right, the range of the day, that's what looks kind of ugly here. Yeah, it's, uh, we would call this an outside day for sure, just because the intraday high and low today exceeded that of the uh, the prior session. So I have to tell you, Ali, when we saw that uh, sell-off last week on Thursday, I think it was July 20th, you see the NASDAQ composite when it gapped down to the 10-day uh, moving average. That was a distribution day there. Uh, maybe just a little subtle hint uh, to the market that we may be ready to pull back here. When you get a day like today, I mean, I think it does change the narrative a little bit. I think it lessens the likelihood that we're going to be headed heading to, to new highs uh, in the near term. It could happen, but I just think it, it lessens the odds of that uh, happening. And in fact, uh, certainly brings a, a test to the 21-day uh, line uh, into play. And, you know, if uh, if the market continues to bleed, I mean, a pullback to the 50-day moving average uh, would be wouldn't be any fun because, uh, you know, it, 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 there's quite a bit of uh, air between where it closed uh, today and the 50-day right. line. But when you look at how far it's come, you know, mm -hmm. a pullback, um, you know, to the 10-week to the moving average on the weekly chart here or a pullback to the 50-day moving average on the daily chart uh, would seem to be, you know, not, not that big a deal considering the scope of the, the gains in recent weeks. Exactly. And now let's take a look at the S&P 500 as well here, Ken. Uh, looking like it's um, pays to have a flat week. Zooming in closer on the daily chart, you can just see how quiet and orderly this uptrend action has been. And an outside day definitely stands out on this chart as well. Yeah, and actually last week on Thursday when we had that NASDAQ sell-off, the S&P sold off too, but it did it in lower volume. So that was not a, a distribution day, but it looks like we'll get one today, a higher volume uh, decline and a lot, of, a lot of volatile action in, in the market today. So uh, on IBD Live this morning, we we're talking about not being uh, complacent. Uh, right. People likely have some, some nice gainers in their uh, portfolio, but you want to just you know pay attention to market technicals. You want to pay attention to technicals among in the individual stocks uh, that you own. And uh, perhaps uh, taking taking some uh, partial uh, gains here. I think it's going to be very important uh, tomorrow how the market responds to the selling today. We've got a 
huge economic uh, report, the personal income and spending will be out tomorrow morning at uh, 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. And you have that uh, PCE deflator, which is the Fed's uh, favorite inflation gauge. Um, I have the numbers here. Yeah, uh, core uh, core PCE, 4.6% uh, in May. In June, which is the data that we're going to get tomorrow, it's expected to fall to 4.2%. So we're going to likely see inflation continue to cool, but uh, this could be another you know market-moving piece of economic data. Okay. And you know what? It's also a big earnings week, right, Ken? I mean, there's just there's just a lot of headlines right now for investors to digest and to sort through. And let's also take a look at the Dow because we saw quite a big winning streak for blue chips with the Dow up 13 sessions in a row. I guess that winning streak had to end at some point. Yeah, I was up, uh, what, 13 days in a row when we were going for 14, 14 straight uh, today, I think, which would be the uh, the longest since uh, 1897, <laughs> if I have that right. But yeah, it's pretty, pretty incredible. So yeah. finally get that pullback uh, in the Dow and, uh, you know, kind of a volatile uh, price bar. But um, yeah, I mean, the index is, is, is still hanging in there. We'll just have to see how the market responds uh, right. tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. It was a bearish uh, session today. And uh kind of changes my feelings about the market uh, a little bit. I didn't do any selling myself uh, uh, today, but certainly kind of buckling down here and uh, right. just going to see what this, uh, what the selling today ultimately mm-hmm. means. Yeah. And Ken, if I uh, am to assume the reason why you didn't sell is because you got some really strong entries earlier on in this rally. And so you have a profit cushion to withstand a pullback in your leading stocks versus only just now uh, dipping your toe in the water and making a bunch of recent buys that are, you know, just triggering severe sell signals, recent buys that are made, um, you know, hopefully stepping back to those weekly charts uh, are still looking strong, but it's, it's why we always advocate for not chasing extended stocks just when uh, it looks like the coast is clear out there and stocks are gapping up left and right on earnings. Uh, some of them held up today but others did not. So like you said, don't get complacent out there. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you mentioned, uh, listen, the, the results from uh, Meta Platforms uh, today uh, were, were excellent. Uh, the results at Chipotle, not so great. So it's kind of a, a mixed uh, a mixed bag of earnings. You know, we're going to get uh, Amazon and Apple next week and a very, very busy week of earnings for growth stocks uh, next week as well. So we're uh, winding our way through earnings season. It's been a pretty, it's been a pretty darn good earnings season. I have to, I have to say a lot of industrial uh, you know, saying uh, saying good things, and um, so we'll, we'll we'll have to see. But uh, not done yet with earnings. Uh, next week will be a, a big one, and then we'll start to slow down after that. Mm-hmm. And one of the big stories today: uh, bond yields spiking. You can see the ten-year Treasury yield here back up above that four percent mark. Ken, is this going to lead to more upside? You know, if we're looking at a stock that has this kind of move, the expectation is for a continuation of that strength. Uh, that is uh, true. So we'll see if this uh, 10-year yield, it was, it was a noteworthy move. I mean, make no mistake in the 10-year yield today, up about uh, 16 basis points or, or so, and it uh, moved above that uh, kind of psychologically important 4% level. So uh, is it going to make it run, make a run at uh, 4.09%? Uh, it could. I can tell you that the market is not going to like that if uh, this 10-year Treasury yield uh, breaks out. So it could, uh, it could get up close to 4.09 and maybe uh, pull back 
but this is uh, this okay. is an important chart to uh, to keep an eye on as you're uh, kind of assessing market health here. Exactly. Yeah, we'll have to see if 4.09 can continue to pose at resistance. If that uh, gets breached, well, yeah, we'll have, have think, to see. It doesn't seem like yeah. it'd be too pretty out there. No, it, uh, I don't think. Yeah, the, the market uh, is not is not going to like a spiking uh, spiking bond yield. So uh, we will have to see. But I also gave you that uh, UUP we can look at too because mm -hmm. the dollar strengthened again. And this is an interesting chart to look at uh, too because you can see how many times UUP has been turned away at that 200-day moving average three three separate times uh, since uh, earlier this year. And uh, you know here it is making uh, about to make uh, another test. So if you see a decisive move above this 200-day moving average, uh, it's probably going to correspond with, uh, you know, a rise in that 10-year yield. So, uh, you know, market's not going to want to, you know, see this UUP uh, start uh, taking off. So two, uh, two very mm -hmm. important charts to keep an eye on here, zero TNX and also UUP. Absolutely. And just a quick look at uh, one signal of market breadth, and that is RSP, the S&P 500 equal weighted ETF, taking an outsized loss here today, Ken, down almost nine tenths of a percent worse than the S&P's decline today. Yeah, we got a note from our uh, news editor, Ed Carson, and uh, you can just see how it went right up against that left side, uh, that left side high there and got uh, and got turned right, right away. So, um, you know, interesting uh, action in the in the RSP today. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it responds to today's uh, weakness. But it, it bumped up right against that uh, resistance level and, and got uh, and got turned away. So maybe another sign that this uh, market may be ready to take a little breather here. Yes. And now let's take a look at one bright spot. And that was NXT Next Tracker in the solar group today, finishing up more than 12%. Strong volume behind today's move. It also closed above this uh, 44 level, which is a potential entry, Ken. Uh, but is this the kind of aggressive entry traders should be looking at if the market's ready to pull back? Yeah, for me, I, I think Next Tracker is definitely a name to watch in this group. You can see it's a new issue; doesn't have much of a trading uh, history, but uh, it does have uh, a pretty good track record of uh, earnings and sales. The results were good this time around, and they also uh, gave pretty good uh, full year uh, earnings guidance for its uh, current fiscal year 2024. So it's an interesting company. They provide uh, technology of these big solar farms where the actual solar panels follow the sun through the sky, and it really maximizes the efficiency. A lot of these solar farms. So it's Next Tracker and Shoals uh, Technologies, SHLS, kind of in a similar uh, business. They're really the, the two stocks kind of left standing in the solar group at this point, mm -hmm. only because the products that they provide uh, help these uh, solar farms become very, very uh, efficient and, and generate um you know, generate power on uh, as, as efficiently as possible. So, I think Next Tracker is uh, is solid here. I'm gonna watch it uh, for a few days here and and see how it handles the uh, gap up. Not surprising, it got pulled down with the broad market. It was a pretty rough uh, reversal for the indexes. Uh, Next Tracker fought a good fight though. Okay, and now let's take a look at ticker TT. This is Train. Technologies that you talked about industrial stocks looking good. Well, this is one of them, and it has earnings coming up next week on August 2nd, up one and a half percent today, coming close to a handle entry just below 200, but arguably actionable on a bounce off of the 21 day as well. The move came in above average volume. 
Yeah, and you didn't find too many stocks today that closed up near their session highs. Uh, you saw a lot of uh, nasty reversals off highs. So I think there's some optimism, uh, you know, about industrial earnings. And uh, we'll hear from Train uh, next week. But I really like the price action today. You had volume uh, pick up the pace uh, from the prior session. A nice orderly test, like you said, of that 21-day uh, exponential. So, I mean, this, is, this stock is definitely a breakout uh, candidate. Has a good uh, track record of uh, strong results. They're a, sort of a provider of climate control. Uh, control solutions for industrial uh, clients and uh, just like like the setup here and uh, could be the right stock at, at the right time. So interested to mm -hmm. see what uh, the company has to say next week. Yeah. And you know what's also interesting is this round number of 200. If you go back, uh, I did spend a little time around there in summer of 2021 as well as end of 2021. So if it can get above that level, would be uh, getting pretty close to new high territory, all-time high territory. Yeah, I think this is another play on a you know soft uh, soft landing for the economy and the fact that the uh, economy is in in pretty good shape here. Inflation is is coming down, uh, but a lot of these uh, industrial type uh, stocks are really saying pretty good things about uh, growth uh, going forward. So I think uh, train is still uh, is still a growth story uh, in the market here. And uh, listen, we had a lot of economic data this morning that was pretty uh, pretty darn good. Just second quarter, first estimates of second quarter GDP two point four percent. I mean. Ahead of uh, of expectations, yeah. so we continue to see, you know, economic data that looks uh, looks pretty good, and inflation kind of slowly but surely coming down. So, too early to give up on this uh, uptrend, but you want to pay attention to some of these industrial stocks uh, like Train and also Cat that we're going to talk about too. Yeah, great segue there, Ken Caterpillar, another industrial giant here uh, to be looking at. Close essentially flat on the day in quiet volume. In this current trading formation, it hasn't even pulled back to the 21 day. It's just hanging out in a buy zone with earnings coming up in five days. Yeah, it's showing uh, it's showing strength and uh, kind of similar to uh, to train. I think there's some optimism uh, that we could see a good uh, earnings report. Caterpillar is really an economic uh, bellwether, so it's going to be very important uh, what this uh, company says uh, going forward. But uh, in terms of the uh, the fundamentals and technicals, there is a lot to to like here. I mean. Didn't get a whole lot of volume when the stock broke out over that 250 level, but it has been a very orderly, uh, very orderly pullback in uh, in light volume here. It's still in that uh, in that buy zone from the uh, the pivot area that you highlighted there. So uh, another uh, important earnings report uh, next week to to watch, and uh, hopefully they they say good things and maybe it gives the market a, a boost here. But I have to tell you, I'm going to go back to the you know the distribution day that we saw on the Nasdaq uh, last week on, on Thursday, and uh, another one today. You want to pay attention when you start to see distribution days uh, uh, cluster. They're not clustering uh, yet, uh, but you've had two pretty bearish uh, sessions in a short amount of time. So how the market uh, responds over the next uh, you know, several trading days is going to be uh, going to be important. Right. So if we do see a continuation of the weakness tomorrow, Ken, and a likely close below the 21 day line, that would be the first close below that key level for the NASDAQ since 5-4. What would that signal to you and how would you be reacting with your 
holdings? Well, I think, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a, a sign to, uh, to play some uh, defense. Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people are fully in the market here, 100%. Some people may be on margin. I think, uh, you know, I'm about probably 80, 85%. But if we get, you know, a, a test or even a break of that 21 day, it certainly brings the possibility of a 50 day uh, test into play. And like I said, there's uh, that, uh, that still has a ways to go to pull back to get down to that 50 day moving average. Uh, the good news is that it would be enough to shake out some of the excesses that have been uh, worked up in the market in recent weeks. Again, we're talking a massive move uh, for the NASDAQ uh, year to date. And anytime you get a move like this, a consolidation period is uh, you always see it. Uh, I just like I said, I think the uh, the, the the chances are getting uh, better that we are going to see a, a pullback. Maybe it's down to the 21 day and it finds support again. And if not, you know, uh, pull back to the 50 day, we'll be kind of trimming positions and playing some defense and okay. um, think ho hopefully ho it will hold support at the 50 day line. But that, uh, you know, hasn't played out yet and it may not get down that far. All right. Only time will tell. Thank you so much, Ken. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. Investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details. We will see you there and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.